Happy Christmas and welcome to this recorded service for Sunday the 27th of December 2020. This is the first Sunday after Christmas. My name is Peter Walker. This morning's sermon is by my colleague Michael Godfrey. Bible readings are by Elena Godfrey and our prayers are led by Steve Foster. Carols are sung by the St Martin's Singers. Let us begin with uh, the first of those, O come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant, O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. Oh, 
Hear the words of the angel to Joseph. You shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Therefore let us seek the forgiveness of God through Jesus, the Saviour of the world. Lord of grace and truth, we confess our unworthiness to stand in your presence as your children. We have sinned. Forgive and heal us. The Virgin Mary accepted your call to be the mother of Jesus. Forgive our disobedience to your will. We have sinned. Forgive and heal us. Your Son, our Saviour, was born in poverty in a manger. Forgive our greed and rejection of your ways. We have sinned. Forgive and heal us. The shepherds left their flocks to go to Bethlehem. Forgive our self-interest and lack of vision. We have sinned. Forgive and heal us. The wise men followed the star to find Jesus the King. Forgive our reluctance to seek you. We have sinned. Forgive and heal us. May God, who loved the world so much, that he sent his Son to be our Saviour, forgive us our sins and make us holy to serve him in the world through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Collect and Readings for the First Sunday of Christmas Almighty God, who wonderfully created us in your own image and yet more wonderfully restored us through your Son, Jesus Christ, grant that, as he came to share in our humanity, so we may share the life of his divinity, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Galatians, chapter 4, verse 4 to 7. When the fullness of time had come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. This is the word of the Lord. Our next carol is Silent Night, Holy Night.
Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke, chapter 2, verse 15-21. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see the things that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. After eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child, and he was called Jesus, the name given by the angels before he was conceived in the womb. This is the Gospel of the Lord. A talk for the Sunday after Christmas. When I was an industrial chaplain in the Black Country in Wolverhampton, visiting factories and offices, the atmosphere in the weeks before Christmas was different from the rest of the year. There was a palpable excitement in the air, Workbenches and desks would be decorated, cards and gifts were exchanged, nights out were being planned, Christmas bonuses were being anticipated. The whole mood of the place was so much happier than it was the rest of the year. People would be looking forward to a special time. It always amused me, therefore, when I visited these factories and workplaces again after Christmas and asked people, so how was your Christmas? The usual answer was, it was quiet as usual. It was just us. There was always this hint of disappointment. It was as if they were saying, despite all our hopes and all the money we've spent, life is just the same. Christmas 2020 is different from any before, certainly for any in my lifetime. Hopes and plans were changed. We were planning our family from Brighton to spend Christmas with us, but we decided a couple of weeks before that we should simply not feel safe and so cancel their visit. And it seemed that we weren't alone. When I was taking Christmas gifts to members of our dementia cafe a week or so before Christmas, it seemed that so many people were doing the same. Christmas, for all of us this year, would be quiet. And the talk in the media before Christmas was whether the government would cancel Christmas altogether because of the fear it might become a, a super spreader event for the COVID-19 pandemic. Of course, the government does have the power to cancel the humanist, the commercial, the pagan winter festival, the Christmas that begins in October and ends on Boxing Day, the Christmas is all about spending money, partying and feasting, the government does have the power to close pubs and shops, 
stop the partying and gathering, to close the theatres and sports grounds. But the government does not have the power to cancel the Christian Christmas. The Christmas that only begins on Christmas Eve, December the 24th, and ends on 2nd of February, and Candlemas, the feast of the presentation of Christ in the temple. The Christmas, this is all about giving thanks and praise to God for what he has done for us in Jesus. We heard in our gospel today that the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. They returned, glorifying and praising God, not because their hands were filled with gifts for all the families, nor because their tummies were filled to bursting with delicious food, nor because there were three pots cut after a great booze-up, nor because their pockets were filled with their Christmas bonus, nor because they'd been to a great performance. They returned rejoicing, glorifying and praising God, because, as it had said, they had found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. They were returning. They were returning to their normal lives. Once again they'd be out on the hills on night shift with their sheep, protecting them from harm as usual. But now they were different, different on the inside. They were happy because their lives were different now. They had a new meaning and a new understanding of what life is all about. There was for them a new vision, beginnings of a new understanding about life. There was now something to believe in. There was now something to hope for. No longer would the understanding of God be that of a divine being speaking from the mountaintop, <clears throat> dictating instructions to humanity on tablets of stone, punishing them with fire and brimstone if they disobeyed. This would no longer be the God who exercises his power by dominance and force. Might is right should no longer be the way forward. Here was now a new understanding of God and of the meaning of life. This was God making himself vulnerable by being born as one of us, a baby, born to an ordinary family, a poor family. This was God who demonstrated the real nature of his love, love revealed in weakness, love that cares for the poor, the lost, the helpless, the sick, the disabled, the outcast, the stranger, the vulnerable. This was God who was prepared to do anything it takes to save humanity and to save his creation. This is God who does not force us to have faith in him. Here is God simply inviting us to open our hearts to him through Jesus. God who, through Jesus, asks us to follow him, to seek him, to love him. And this is God who asks us to be like him in loving and caring for our neighbours, for people everywhere, and for his creation. 
Gifts and partying are all very nice, but they're not the heart of what Christmas is all about. Christmas for Christians is focusing on what is really important. It's about what is God is doing us for us through the birth of Jesus, about God becoming one with us. And Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in their heart, we heard. And despite all the things we can't do, despite all the restrictions that we're facing Christmas time, we can still have a joy-filled Christmas. We can still praise and rejoice when we do spend, like Mary, time treasuring and pondering all these things God is doing for us through Jesus. We can still enjoy this Christmas season by treasuring and pondering in our hearts. May our Christmas continue to be filled with the joy of the birth of Jesus. We're going to listen now to a setting of Go Tell It on the Mountain, Over the Hills and Everywhere.
let us declare our faith in God. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Father God, we thank you for prayers answered and for blessings received. We thank you for the recent dry weather last Sunday that enabled us to hold carol services outdoors. We pray today for your intervention in the many conflicts still ongoing across the world. Many are no longer reported due to the current global pandemic, but the people caught up in them are not forgotten, and we ask you to bring peace and protection. Lord, as the world faces mutant variations of COVID-19, we ask for your guidance for those in authority who are doing their best to protect us and to prevent its spread. In our own country, we pray for all those who are having to deal with more restrictions and the problems that this can cause. In particular, we pray that all will enjoy Christmas Day in some format, no matter what tier of the country families find themselves in. We ask, Lord, for your continued help for those who are struggling at this time, for those who are looking for work and for those who are struggling to feed their families. We ask for your blessing on those who contribute to the food bank at St Matthew's and elsewhere. Help us to remember that it is you that provides for us and for us not to forget those who are less fortunate than ourselves. We pray for the homeless as they face life back on the streets during winter. Help us to help them. We thank you, Lord, that Hearts and Homes now know the Syrian family who will hopefully be able to start their new life with us in the new year. We pray that you will help to overcome all the remaining hurdles so that our family can begin their new life in safety and in freedom. Lord, we pray for all those who are mourning the loss of loved ones. Comfort them at this time as they face Christmas without them. As Jesus told us, all those who believe in him will have everlasting life. Our hope is in him. We pray for your healing touch on those who are unwell, especially Joanna Cottrell, John England, James Hawkard, Gwen Hill, Dorothy Johnson, Chloe Lambert, John Lawrence and Sue Short, Rhiannon Simmons, Rose Turner, Alex Waring, Lawrence, Pam Sharp, Roger Webb, Alan, Margaret's son, Joan, Peter Walker's mother-in-law, Ruth Walker, Steve, a fireman, Phil Dolby, Alan and Sarah Edwards, and all the families, carers, and medical staff who treat them. Lord, please accept these prayers in the name of your dear Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Our final carol is Once in Royal David City. Christ, who by his incarnation gathered into one things earthly and heavenly, fill you with peace and goodwill and make you partakers of the divine nature, 
and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen.